Welcome back, everybody. It's your boy Andy with your boy Aurelio. Yep. Enjoying this nice <laughs> Memorial Day weekend. The you nice know, brother. Crack of the beer. Hell yeah, brother. We have for you this special weekend. Wow. Those are some high. Uh, go ahead and throw this back. Sorry if that's a little loud, apparently. Yeah, sorry. It's a little uh, uh, big graphics there. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, fuck it. We, um. We had an interesting one. I made a really think. He was still struggling right up to the end of this. Yeah, I I, I wrote like oh. ten different lists, I swear. Yeah, uh, I'm not satisfied with any of them. The list he's talking about, since we haven't mentioned that yet. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I tasked him with coming up with a playlist to get somebody who has never heard metal mm-hmm. into metal. Somebody walks up to you and says, you're a metalhead. I want to get into metal. Give me a playlist. Mm-hmm. I have... No preferences, no bias. Just give me what you think would be great intro into metal. Yeah. Ten songs only. No honorable mentions. None of that weak ass new metal shit. Oh, sorry. What do you mean new metal, man? That's half my list. Well, hey guys, thanks for listening to this episode <laughs> of uh, Albumholics. Right, sorry, this is our last. We'll catch you never because fuck Aurelio. <laughs> Are you telling me Limp Biscuit is not metal? I'm telling you. I gotta take they them transcend off, I, metal. All right, we gotta pause this so I can rethink my list. They're their own genre oh, of music. Right. Okay, um, that makes sense. No, so um, what was I gonna ask? Did you do yours in a like a top ten list? That's literally what I was gonna ask. I know you were. Or did you do yours in like a hey here's an album playlist type of way? Oh, you mean like. Like, if you were to piece together an album. Like, these are all by the same oh, artist. Oh, okay. Like, in that order. Yeah. I mean, uh, not, I, did, I didn't... Like, in an order or not in an order? I thought... Originally, I was going to put them in order. And I have them in an order right now, but I don't like the order, so I'm just going to kind of... Do it as you wing go. It. Yeah. I think I know what I'm going to put as my, like... I don't want to say, like, definitive. Like, yeah. number one. Like, this is the song that I want everybody to hear to get into metal, but... No, mine are not ranked at all. They are more made into like a, here's an album playlist, like with yeah. a good starting and a good closer. Yeah. Yeah. Ten songs, no honorable mentions. If you're into metal already, and you listen to this podcast, which I You'll don't think any of the three people, songs, yeah, or let us know if you would have took any of these off, mm-hmm. or what you think of that. Put in the comments, like, subscribe, comment. Yeah. Adopt my firstborn child. Just pay me all the money. All right. <laughs> I know our our sensor starting to rack. We're up almost slowly. to a dollar. Yeah. Pretty soon, man, we'll be able to buy a pack of gum. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> all right, let's start this off. All right. I think you should start. You want me to start? Episode. You yeah. want me to start? Yeah, I want you to start. Why wow, you're not you're not confident in your list, are you? No. Not even a little bit. I I can hear that hesitation. I have some I have some good songs that I do like, but I. I also tried to vary the genres out. Yeah, so did I. Multiple bands or band multiple genres, which ah, I suck. I should add that. I don't know if you did, but I only did. I I limited my list to one song per artist. Yeah, I did that. Okay. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't want to put more. But when I, I'll tell you, when I first made my list, there was like six thrash songs on there, and I was like, <laughs> I should probably vary this up a little bit. Yeah, so. mine's varied a little bit. I don't know if it'll be overly surprising. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah. So 
All right, Andy. Let's, let's start uh, it off. Yeah, start it off. What do you got first? Putting that needle to the record. Mm-hmm. And you hear, I think, one of the first songs that got me into metal. That I would always listen to it in between class and high school. I think I know one. But it was never long enough. It was always like the walk between classes or when I could finally put my headphones in yeah. to when I started the song. Mm-hmm. It was just enough time to get to when it really kicks in and going. And so for my number one song, I put Cemetery Gates by Pantera. Is that what you were thinking? I No, but it's on my list. Yeah. <laughs> it's number one. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, I wonder how many overlapping songs we'll have. Yeah, I, I thought about... we would. I knew we would have it, probably that one Yeah. At, on my list. So. Yeah, because I've mentioned before that I really like Cemetery Gates. Yeah. And if we did like a top ten best metal songs of all time, yeah. Cemetery Gates would be on mine. Yeah, that... I'll, I'll I'll do that as my, you know, okay. my first one too, just so we don't have to talk about it again. Um, but, well, I mean, you can talk about why you put it on there, but well, yeah, to me, right now. Yeah, yeah, to me, it was just that one of that first few songs that mm-hmm. I heard, and I was like, oh my god, it sounds amazing. The only thing I, it's just it bothers me. It's not like I hate it, but it's that it's a lot of double track guitars, and there's only one guitarist. Yeah. In Pantera, mm-hmm. obviously the great Dimebag Daryl. I mean, he can play for two people. Yeah. Sometimes. All right, so why did you put it on your list? Um, Pantera has always been known as that band that's, if if you've heard of them but never really listened to their stuff, they're known to be like the in-your-face, heavy, fast guys out there. Like, you don't fuck with Pantera or whatever, you know? Right. I've always seen the, I remember seeing people at concerts and people who were Pantera fans who thought they were like the hardest people out there in the world, you know, because they listened to them, but... They come along with a song like this, Cemetery Gates. It's, it has a great intro. It has an amazing solo later in it. The like main it, rift is amazing. Yeah, the main riff is amazing. Like, it it's very melodic and slow to start, and then it gets into it, and it's groovy, and you can sing along to it. Phil does great singing the song. Like everything in the song, I think is mm-hmm. really good. So, I think it's a great starting point to get somebody into something that's not like super aggressive. But right, um, something that's easy to listen to and catchy and like that. So yeah, it's it's an earworm for sure. Even for like a longer song, mm-hmm. really carries you over a bunch of good things that metal has to offer. Mm-hmm. All right, so we both started off number one. Yeah, Cemetery Gates again, not in order, just mm-hmm. the first song on the playlist. All right, I'll go number two. Okay, this was a band that I knew I was gonna put on the list. Just in nowhere. Uh, not where, but what song? Okay. And I narrowed it down to three songs. Mm-hmm. And I ended up going with this one by Dio. Oh man. I I can't can't believe we wouldn't have probably the same one. Eh, maybe. Unless I went with Rainbow in the Dark. Okay. Yeah. So did I. Yeah. So I went between. I didn't want to put Holy Diver, and I went between uh, Don't Talk to Strangers and Last in Line. That. And Rainbow in the Dark, and I was like, "Yeah." And then I remembered hearing Rainbow in the Dark the first time, and again, yeah, it's got amazing guitar work. It's catchy. Everything just, it's just good. Like, yeah, it's a good intro song. Well, where I think is I really enjoy "Don't Talk to Strangers" and uh, "Last in Line" for yeah. like just the version of heavy metal they are. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're good to be like. Here, here's what Dio is. Yeah, you know, I mean. Uh, there, I feel like 
what you're trying to say is like some stuff with Megadeth. Like you don't want to give them the early stuff or somewhere Dave doesn't really try to sing on things, but like you want to give them the stuff that's a little more palatable. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's much more palatable, but again, it's just it's got great highs. It's just yep. it's a great tempo song. You could great play riff. it. You could play it wherever. It's a good pump up song. Like yeah. you can put it on your gym playlist. You could you could listen mm-hmm. to the song wherever. Oh yeah. And it just pumps you up, and it just sounds great. And Dio sounds amazing on it. Mm-hmm. And Vivian Campbell's entire like guitar, the solo is amazing. Yep. It's just it's awful great album, obviously, but it's good. Yeah. So and great. That's why you put it on. There's kind of the same reason too. Pretty much, yeah. I've I've loved that song for so long. Like, I'll I'll forget about it for a while, and then I'll hear it again. And I'm like, all right, I gotta listen to it for like a week straight. You know. Yeah. So it's it's an, a great song, and I think it shows off what's best about Dio. So, okay, I can tell with, you. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was gonna say along with like Holy Diver and Last yeah. in Line, which Last in Line was my other one because it's my other favorite song. By yeah, him, so. I could have put Holy Diver too, but that felt too. I don't know if I was gonna put like a more mainstream Dio song. Rainbow in the Dark seems more. Yeah, but all right, I think our next three songs won't be the same. I I have a hard time believing that. Okay. Well, probably maybe one of them. Probably. Well, actually. No more I think about this. Mm-hmm. It's a good chance two of them, but okay. I don't, I'd be surprised. I'll go with my, my number three. Mm-hmm. This is really the only song by this band I like. I picked right. it more because I like the song than I like the band. Uh-huh. But I picked it because, unlike the first two songs, it's a much more technical side of metal. Okay. And it shows just a whole different side, which I think... Yeah... I mean, there's more technical songs. technical songs on my list, mm-hmm. but this is a band that's more known for, for being technical, mm-hmm. and I don't think it's too surprised. It's Pull Me Under by Dream Theater. Okay. It's mm-hmm. really the only song I like by Dream Theater, but yeah. again, it fits with the it fits with the theme of the first three songs, I think, and honestly, a lot of my songs, because I didn't try to overload them with screams. I did pick some heavier songs, but I wanted, I wanted a more accessible listen when it comes to vocals. Yeah, that's kind of what my thought process for a lot of these songs. So I picked, yeah, I picked a lot more. Uh, just here, you can hear the words, you can hear the lyrics, and then you can listen to the musicianship. Mm-hmm. So I went with "Pull Me Under" by Dream Theater again. A song I liked when I was just getting into metal for that exact reason was like yeah. it's just accessible. It wasn't it wasn't technical to the point where it's like, yeah, what they're playing sounds amazing, but it's kind of boring 45 minutes into this, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um song. It is a long. It's like 8 minutes. Mm-hmm. But it 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 feel it keeps that tempo to the whole thing and it, it I feel like the chorus soars up. Yep. You know, you can just sing the whole chorus by itself and then yeah. You can hear the amazing musicianship in the back. I've uh, I don't think I've ever actually listened to that whole song no? other than what we listen to on that short clip from Watch Mojo. Oh yeah, we were watching a bunch of, we were just passing the time over the past night watching top 10 top 20 metal metal songs of all time. Oh, yeah. we were, Like, content that was too long for the podcast. Yep. Um, but that we were just dipping through last night. Alright, what's your number three? Or what's your third song in your playlist, I should say? Oh, man. Um, yeah, this is where I'm going to struggle. Okay, I'm going to do, from one of my bands that's fairly recent, 
Um, I'm gonna do Tears Don't Fall from Bullet Fall and Valentine. Okay. okay. Man, play anything but Tears Don't Fall. <laughs> fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, fuck that guy. But man, like there are so many songs that I like more from Bullet, like Suffocating Under Words of Sorrow. I'm, mm-hmm. I don't know, Waking the Demon, some other songs, but. Tears Don't Fall is like the perfect blend of being really melodic and it has like a theme that most people can deal or understand, you know, like heartbreak and things like that. And then it gets heavy and it has like a really cool heavy solo in it. And then it brings it back into being really, you know, nice and melodic. So I think it's kind of a generic pick. That's why, like, I feel like that with a lot of my list here, but. I really like that song, and I think it'd be a good song to introduce yeah, to somebody. I agree, too. Into, at least with newer stuff, too, because they're a newer band. So. You've turned into all that emo shit. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's lived through it. Um, no, I agree. I think that's a good pick. I. Yeah. I don't know if it's a bullet song I would have put on like my list, personally. Mm-hmm. But I agree with all the reasons you did put it on your list. Yeah. And I do think it is a good fit for a song like this. Mm-hmm. Or, or for like a playlist this, like this, yeah, for this exact purpose. So. Yeah, like I didn't. I think waking the demon would have been a little too hard. Um, yeah, the only other one I could think of is um. Hearts burst into fire. Well, yeah, actually that too. Mm-hmm. Wow, I'm just completely drawing a blank. Um, pretty on the outside. Oh God, no. <laughs> um, hold on. Your betrayal. No, God. <laughs> why? Why do you keep naming all the bad songs? <laughs> Screaming fire. Okay, it's off that yeah. album, but I can't. Oh, um. Just completely drawn a blank. Deliver us from evil. Yeah. Would have been my choice. Yeah, I really like that song too. All I could all I could think about was the like fucking words in the chorus. I'm like, that is not the name of the song. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Shit, I lost my place. Hold on. But yeah, it, it it was hard to choose because I really wanted to put suffocating under words of sorrow, but I ended up. I think it would be more accessible for tears don't fall. So. I think that's fair. Yeah. All right, that was number three, right? Yeah. All right. You ready for number four? I am ready for number four right. on my playlist. What do you got? I went with... I guess you could technically consider this a metal, metal ballad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> By uh, Kill Switch Engage. Okay. I, I, was, I, I wanted to put a Kill Switch song on here, but I couldn't decide which one. See if it's this one. I, is it my curse? No, it's not. Or... The end of heartache. It's the end of heartache. There we go. Should be. It's weird to consider. It's technically like a metal ballad, which you yeah. don't see mm-hmm. that often. Yeah. Um, but I, I wanted to go with my curse because I mean obviously that song is super popular, mm-hmm. and it sounds good and all that. My only thought is I was looking for something that the middle and the beginning of my playlist to be a little softer. Mm-hmm. Not that this isn't heavier. And this introduces. This is the first song on my playlist that introduces screams. Yep. Which will come in, actually, on only one other song. Okay. But I don't know. I just really like the song. I like the tempo. Uh, it just shows, like, again, good singing, right? Like, yeah. Like metal doesn't have to be sounding like it's 1980s creator. With <laughs> it's just yeah, awful. Yeah, which is why I had to redo my list. <laughs> yeah, it's just. <laughs> I just wanted to show people that it's not only like metal isn't only screams and it doesn't screams and heavy and drop d everything yep. there's great musicianship 
great songwriting and great singing and yeah. that's what i wanted to highlight to people because when it comes to a lot of people in music especially somebody who wouldn't listen to like metal as someone who came from like not listening to metal yep. you you attracted to songs with good singers mm-hmm. that sing the songs that are written well like you're not attracted you're normally if you're not a musician you're not really going to be attracted to the musicianship the musicianship you're going to come in wanting to hear accessible songs yeah that you can sing along to or that you're worm your way in and like i said with this fictional person they're not coming in with any pre you know listen to metal i mean i'm sure you know if they didn't live under a rock they would hear some of the bigger songs but yeah uh yeah uh the end of heartache was my first kill switch song that i got into yeah so it's it's different from what the rest of that album is exactly it's really good and it's one of their biggest songs they have so i mean my curse would also be just a perfect addition to this but yeah it wasn't what i was looking to fit into the theme of my list of somebody mm-hmm. um yeah so i went with end of heartache okay. just a nice simple easy listen that again shows great song writing ship and yeah a good blend of being able to sing and then the screams comes with anything <laughs> instead of some yeah 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 there's some there's some questionable vocals in metal okay yeah speaking of questionable vocals i'm gonna go with my number four here <laughs> go for big spike black seven <laughs> just uh we've been crapping on black Sabbath yeah, for the all. last night because yeah. It seems like every top list that has a metal album is paranoid by Black Sabbath. But, um, yeah, I chose this song as more as to demonstrate kind of like where metal came from. Um, And you can see a lot of what's going to happen with this type of song. Like, it has a very slow kind of groovy intro. It's all bass intro Mm -hmm. with a slight guitar melody behind it. And then it gets a little bit heavier, and you can hear it when it picks up and everything. You can hear the lyrics that are going in it about, you know, war and things like that. Um, it sets the stage for the heavy metal genre going forward, I think. Yeah, I didn't put War Pigs on my list, but I thought about it for the exact reason. Yeah. I also ironically thought about Paranoid, too, for that exact reason. <laughs> yeah. But I didn't end up going with either of those, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's mostly why I put... Uh, Black Sabbath. I felt like I needed to put one of their songs on there. Yeah, just I, just to get like a a base understanding of where a lot of these bands got their influence from. I thought about that too. Which will be a great transition if you're done with yours. Yeah, thought about that too, but I didn't go with Sabbath. Mm-hmm. So for my next thing, I went with Ozzy. And when I thought about this, I like I said, I thought about our fictional person, even if they have had heard no metal. They've heard Crazy Train. Like, you cannot have not heard Crazy Train. So they would at least understand who Ozzy is. So I didn't go... With Crazy Train? I didn't go with Crazy Train. I thought about putting that on here instead of War Pigs. I almost did. Yeah. I almost went with Mr. Crowley. Okay. But I ended up going with what I think is Ozzy's best song. Shot in the Dark? Shot in the Dark. Oh, yeah. I just... It's just... It doesn't sound like an Ozzy song. No. It does not at all sound like anything you've heard by Ozzy. And it doesn't... didn't he say that he doesn't like that song or something? Like yeah, that? something like that. Because it's well, I know Dio doesn't didn't like Rainbow in the Dark. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's also written by the bassist. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those songs that just doesn't sound like Ozzy. Mm-hmm. Same with Mama Coming Home, but that's written by 
or no more tears yeah well yeah but um my mom coming home was written by lemmy so mm-hmm. which is still weird but no i i love shot in the dark everything dude i love that that's my favorite ozzy song the way just that whole song i it's just great yeah the lyrics the again the, the musicianship the, the bass line is great mm-hmm. the way he actually sings it like it it doesn't even sound like a song ozzy would sing yeah it sounds like an ozzy impersonator mm-hmm. almost is yeah. what you would think of it as mm-hmm. honestly i don't think shot in the dark gets enough love for how good it is i agree and sucks that if we were to ever see Ozzy live he'd probably never play it. Well, I don't think he can. I think it's legally like a disputed song between oh, him really? and the bassist, yeah. Oh. Um, it is a little more of a deep cut. Yeah, it's it's kind of more of a poppy song. Yeah. But it still has those metal undertones to it. Yeah, I don't think you ask many Ozzy fans or the wannabes with the Ozzy patches on their denim jackets. Yeah, they're all going to say Blizzard of Oz and Blizzard Dire of Oz. Madman. Yeah. Uh, crazy train yeah bark of the moon Which over is, the mountains yeah suicide solution <laughs> mama i'm coming home song, man. <laughs> but no shot in the dark is just it's perfect it's a great and song. it's a great segue into like oh you you like that sound of ozzy mm-hmm. here's some of ozzy's songs or here's some of black Sabbath's songs you could check out yeah that's a good choice yeah Alright, uh, we're at number five, right? That was my fifth, yeah. Alright, so I went a little bit of a different direction with this one. Um, they were the first band that got me into this type of music. Is it Gent? No, unfortunately. Okay. I was going to put a Gent song in God. Like, no, nobody would want to listen to that. No. Tell me to turn it off real quick. <laughs> um, but the 80s was big for oh, a God. particular genre. Is this actually Wasp? No. Okay, thank God. No. Keep going then. Dude. Uh, no, I put a Kickstart My Heart by okay. Miley Crew. Is that an 80s song? Yeah. It's 86. It's off of oh. Dr. Feelgood, I think. Pretty sure. For some reason, I thought that was a 90s song. I'm like... 90. Oh, 89, so... Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, it is off Dr. Feelgood. Yeah. Huh. Right at the end there. Um, but yeah, so... That is just a great glam metal song, like... It starts off fast. It's it's heavy and fast, and like it has just the pump up. Like it it gets you excited to listen to it. Like it keeps you into it, and then it has like a really slow and kind of brings it down type of thing in the middle, and then it gets right back into how heavy it is. You know how heavy it gets. So, um, and Motley Crue is probably one of the biggest, if not the biggest, eighties metal band, glam metal band. That is true. Um, but I wanted to get a little bit of a different genre on there, so. Plus that video of him fucking up the words is just <laughs> amazing. Google that. What's Vince Neil kickstart my heart can't sing or something? Yeah, and it's from him from like the past within the past five or something. Oh years. yeah, get the one with the subtitles too. <sighs> Tells you Big Mac one oh one thirty four. Yeah, he he kind of just like says two words and they're not even the words for the song and like runs out of breath. But no, I love this song. No, it's a Um, great song. Motley Crue, I loved Motley Crue among other glam metal bands. You know, early in my child because that's what my dad really liked and that's what I grew up listening to. So I think it'd be a good song to get somebody at least into that genre. Oh, I agree. I think Kickstarter is a great song to mm-hmm. add to a list like this. Mm-hmm. 
All right, what's your number six, right? My number six comes from a band who put out one of the best albums of all time. 1976 Stains Glass. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. If it's not Stained Glass, I don't know what else you're putting on there. <laughs> oh, sorry, anyways. It's kind of a joke of the last night. Uh, Judas Priest. <laughs> okay, I'm not talking about like Judas Priest. I, mean, like, I know what I you're love talking. Judas Priest, but yeah, stained glass guy. It's like women's children first. Stained glass by Judas Priest. Not a very big talked about Judas Priest album by anybody. Apparently, one it's of apparently the, best. the 33rd best metal album of all time. Or no, it's lower than that because 33rd was Women yeah, and Children yeah. first by Van Halen. Yeah. Anyways, Judas Priest. Yeah. Which song? Breaking the Law. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> wouldn't be a bad choice, but no. Yeah. Painkiller. Nice. Okay. I mean, what can I say about Painkiller other than God, the song almost basically yeah. saved metal in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Not and really, because it was with a... God, I crushed. Um, <laughs> oh, stop putting my foot up there. Uh, I mean, it was one of the... Yeah. I, I don't know what else to, other than like if you want to get your mind blown by How? fast fucking guitars and amazing yeah, drums and yeah. a guy singing as high as he possibly can. Yeah. The song has it all. And great the little, solos. yeah, great, yeah, great souls, great little drum outro mm-hmm. at the end, like. Yeah, this is a song that I never expected from Judas Priest. No, because it's <laughs> like everything he played was at a tempo of like eighty, and this was at like hundred and ten. You know. Yeah, this that's got to be higher than that. Well, I'm I'm not not like literally. I'm just saying. Okay. Like, like on, on a, scale. a scale of one to a hundred. Yeah. So. But yeah, Painkiller is a great song. It's just. It's a high flying song. I don't even know how to describe it other than it's <laughs> it it goes. Mm-hmm. It puts you're right. It puts the pedal to 100, and it keeps it there right till the end. Yeah. And then it revs up a little bit with that little drum outro, and then ah, mm-hmm. oh. the solos are amazing. Although I wish you would have kept the tapping solo going for a little bit longer. Yeah. It just really Fire shows you. Stamina. It really shows to go you yeah, what a man with a can. Oh, sorry, that's the wrong thing. What two <laughs> great guitars can do. <laughs> All right, six, right? Six. Number six. I'm gonna keep it along the the speed route here. Ooh. I'm gonna choose a very uh, popular song by this by this band that this guy doesn't actually like to play. Can you guess which one it is? Man, is it Annihilator? No. No, oh, I haven't. Uh, Ace of Spades by oh, Motorhead. Yeah. So, <laughs> Motorhead is always one of those bands that I think of. Uh, defines like speed metal yeah more so than some other bands like megadeth which is considered speed metal but they're more thrashy but ace of spades great song i know lemmy has stated stated that he hates playing that song because it, everybody wants to hear ace of spades i feel like every band has a has a big song of that yeah so i'm doing that um but it's super fast and it is something that you probably would never expect to hear just with the bass tone that Lemmy uses, just in general throughout Motorhead's career, uh, he has his bass turned up almost as loud as a guitar. Yeah. And distorted. That sounds really cool. Um, but the song is quick. It's like two and a half minutes. Punches you right in the face. And it's like, I don't know, it's just a good song to sing along to. It is. So, that's my number six. I really love that song. I think it's a great choice. Yeah. And it's an all-time classic. Yeah. Although I can't believe we didn't go with our other song. 
<laughs> what, Jailbait? Yeah, man. <laughs> love me like a reptile. Yeah, love you like a reptile is a great one. Also, the fucking album artwork for Ace of Spades where they're just <laughs> in some sand pit in London dressed like cowboys. Yeah. <laughs> they had $20 for a picture. There they <laughs> yeah. go. <laughs> their budget. Uh, all right. All right. Number seven. What do you got, Andy? My next song welcomes the end of an age. Does it? Yes. I thought about putting this song on here. All right, what do you got? This is a band I knew I was putting on here. Uh-huh. Just didn't know where? But I, well, that's not where. I knew well, there's very few places you can put Lamb of God at but at the end of an album or a playlist like this. Yeah. And I went with Walk With Me In Hell. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to put 512... I almost put Memento Memori. Mm-hmm. Man, why not Redneck? I almost put Redneck. I don't know. I just couldn't. Yeah. But the way the drums come in Dude. on Walk With Me in Hell is amazing. It's based, amazing live. It's amazing on. I was going to say, based on just seeing it live, I, that, that song is amazing. Yeah. Like, just it, the giant fire that they blow up. And especially when it gets that little transition with the, it's now witness the end of an age. Yeah. And then it slows down a little bit. Oh, so good. But just the way, just when those drums come in, mm-hmm. and this is the song I wanted to put. It's like I want to get one song in there that has, not uh, screaming vocals, basically like harsh vocals. Harsh vocals, yeah, that's yep. what I'm looking for. And I don't think I could have went with a better one than "Walk with Me in Hell." Mm-hmm. It's just, I mean, those drums are just amazing. Just how much they are. Just how much the drums drive mm-hmm. and the heaviness. That's a big thing with Lamb of God. It's just. Their drumming and the downtuned guitars, like oh. they fit perfectly together. Pure I mean, American metal. Even even Randy Blythe's vocals just yep. make it heavier too. Yep. It just it just fucking slaps. Yeah. The guitars are just unrelenting, and then so is the rhythm section. Yeah. Ugh. I want to see Lamb of God. So do I. So do I. <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't the biggest Lamb of God fan for a while, mm-hmm. and then saw him live well I saw him live once and I still wasn't the biggest fan I saw him open for Metallica in 09 mm-hmm. and I was like yeah kind of cool and I remember my friend John being a big log fan log fan but I don't remember what was that show he went to I was like god damn like they put on a did good did they put show. on a good show and I want to go see them again they were opening for some oh it was when we um, was it when we went to Soaring Eagle no it was before that it was when we went and saw Slayer on their final oh, tour. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was that 75-hour-long show. It was a good show, though. Yeah, I did not have the right shoes to be standing in the fucking pit <laughs> on concrete for... This, yeah, the, like the, four, the show hours. started at, like, 5.30 and ended at 11. Yeah. Like, it was... What was it? It was fucking Napalm Death, Testament, Anthrax, Lamb of God, and then Slayer. Was there... Anthrax was there? Yeah! I don't remember Anthrax being there. I remember Testament and Napalm Death. Yeah, Long. and Anthrax. God, that's how memorable they are. <laughs> oh, I do remember because I remember making fun of Scotty and his beard. I was like, yeah. oh, man, look at him flailing around. Yeah, there. I got made. I got laughed at by fucking <laughs> Tom Araya of Slayer because I probably stand out above the whole crowd looking like, God, I just want to sit down. <laughs> Been standing on nothing but concrete for. Oh, I'm so glad we started getting seats. You can leave without like, feeling like you're missing out on your spot. Yeah. That was a that was a great that was a great show. But yeah, I think that was 
one of, I think that was a time when I was like, I want to see Lamb of God again yeah. because they put on an amazing show. I remember, yeah, because I, I wanted to hear them play Omirta and they opened with it. Then I was like, God damn, yeah. that might have been like the best show of the night. Yeah. I mean, Slayer was great, obviously. That was a long set list, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Lamb of God puts on an amazing show. I think show. it's just because we've never seen Lamb of God. Like, yeah, and maybe I, I knew more songs this time. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it was almost that was like 2018, so that was almost that was a nine year gap between when you first when I first saw him. And, uh, yeah. But yeah, so walk with me in hell. Mm-hmm. Now witness the end of an age. <laughs> God, when he says that, it sounds so cool. I wish we would have gotten Randy on. Last next time next time we'll yeah. have to keep track of them when they do their own. I haven't seen them do a solo tour in forever though every time I see them they're opening for somebody yeah Magadith. maybe they'll extend this tour for another, another yeah tour's already done it's been done for like a few weeks yeah but okay who you got who do you got on your playlist for number seven for number seven I chose with the best band in the world Megadeth yes 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 the Is, song is yes uh, no, but it is actually a Megadeth song. Uh, I did go with the lighthearted though, Symphony of Destruction. It oh. it was hard. Oh. It was very, very hard for me to choose a good Megadeth song. Cause I'm I mean like Countdown to Extinction, the song title or that song is good. Like sweating bullets is good. Architecture, like the whole countdown album, yeah, yeah, is great. It's great. Rust in Peace is amazing. Peace Cells is amazing. Like I even love songs off the first album. Like I love Megadeth. Yeah, I mean, so do I. But I think I chose Symphony of Destruction because you remember you remember Kyle, right? Kyle Taminga. Yeah. He would always talk about that song, and he's like, you know, I'm not I'm not big into metal, but. I really dig that song. Like that's that's it's just about the right amount of heavy for me, you know. And I was like, oh yeah, that's respectable, you know. He's like, I don't think I'd probably listen to anything heavier or faster than that, but I really like that song. I saw him like a while back, and he, he like did the oh Megadeth thing, and I was like, okay man, whatever. But um, I'll, I'll never forget like he he was never the type of guy that would listen to anything. No, I remember him driving out the parking lot blaring Michael Jackson. Yeah. So, um, it made me think of that when I was thinking of this list, and I was like, you know, that is a really good, just kind of like, it's a good heavy metal song. Yeah. It's not thrash, it doesn't try to be over the top. Dave can sing pretty good on this, versus some of his other stuff, so, um, yeah. I think Symphony of Destruction is probably the best Megadeth song to introduce to somebody. I I think think that's fair. Yeah, I mean, I know, I know you would have chosen something else, probably off euthanasia, but for me, <laughs> all right, what? It's funny, so my number eight song mm-hmm. is also by Megadeth, <laughs> and I went in the complete opposite direction. What'd you do? Good I went with Megadeth's best song. Wait, hold on. Mary Jane? No. No, they're actually best song. <laughs> Tornado of Souls? Mary Jane. No. All right, what you got? The Conjuring. Okay, okay. I want to show Megadeth off. I don't want to 
Yeah. I don't want to hide. I thought I thought about going like Symphony or something off Euthanasia, and I said yeah. no. I want to show you what Megadeth is. Mm-hmm. And so I, I picked my favorite Megadeth song, and yeah. I'm like, this is my favorite band with my favorite song. Yeah. Here you go. Mm-hmm. That's. I really <laughs> wanted to do like Five Magics. Um, or Tornado Souls or something like that. I was like, ah. When I was putting together this list, it ended up taking me a little longer because I got stuck listening to Conjuring five times in a row as loud as humanly possible. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yeah. I was like, oh, fuck yeah. Repeat that, bitch. Yeah, yeah. No, I went with, this is my favorite band, and this is my favorite song. Yeah. Here's Megadeth. Mm -hmm. And this shit slaps. It is. Oh, my God. It is an amazing song. And it just, it shows off. Megadeth's musicianship just weird because it doesn't even consider it's not even with what people consider one of their best songs one of well one of their better guitarists yeah I mean it's, it's well I mean there, so. Dave's on there yeah but most people wouldn't even know Chris Poland you know yeah. but I mean most people, people would put know Friedman versus Poland hey nobody knows Jeff Young though who no just kidding <laughs> He was the backup to the backup. That's <laughs> a great story. I don't know if I want to tell that one now or if when we when we get to that one. I love that story of how Jeff Young ended up as Megadeth's guitarist. <laughs> it's so dumb for a band that had just released one of the seminal metal albums of all time. Yeah. <laughs> Going in the studio to release the follow-up. Mm-hmm. And that's how he ends. You know what? We'll spoil it. We'll save it. We'll save it for the Megadeth one. Yeah. We have oh a my! Lot of good stories oh like my that. God! Is that such a funny story? <laughs> yeah. Only played on the one album. Yeah. For obvious reasons, mm-hmm. when you hear the story. But yeah, so. I respect it. The Conjuring is just. It's just it's start to finish in your face. Mm-hmm. It is thrash metal. Yeah. And. Well, first off, I didn't. Even, can't even tell you what half of the words he says in the song are because I don't understand Dave at this point in his career because he yeah. hasn't started to like learn to sing yet. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the whole middle also, part you could just really kind of sing whatever you want in the style of the song and nobody would know if you're saying the right words or not. Yeah, for real. But it goes along great. Oh, it goes perfect, and it it fits. And then I feel like once you look at the lyrics and you listen to it, you're like, God, somehow that fits even better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, if you need the strength. The conjuring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the conjuring. Don't call the priest. Why not? Because if you need the strength. <laughs> the conjuring. The conjuring. <laughs> Definitely don't summon the devil. Don't summon the devil. Don't call the priest. If you need the strength. The conjuring. Obey. <laughs> Yeah. Nah, now I just really want to listen to The Conjuring. I know. We'll listen to it after this. Yeah. yeah. Episode. All right. All right. And that was, uh, that was number eight. Or... That was eight, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I'm at number eight. Okay. Um, I chose... Oh, man. I don't know which ones to choose. Okay, I'll, I'll choose this one. I think I'll... Yeah. Better stories. Um, all right. For my number eight, I chose an Iron Maiden song. And I chose The Number of the Beast. Good choice. Solid song by Iron Maiden. One of the most iconic, I think. Kind of, I think they're considered like power metal, right? A little bit? Or just heavy At metal. this point, they're just considered heavy metal. Yeah. This is 82. This is, hmm. this is long before most. Yeah. 
So, I mean, they dabble in a bunch. It, mm-hmm. There isn't really a genre you would classify Maiden as. Mm-hmm. This one would I would be more heavy metal. Seventh Son of a Seventh Son would be more like, more um, like prog metal. Yeah. And later it gets a lot more prog metal. I mean, it's <laughs> it's just way too prog. No, I mean I don't think it's too much prog, but they just they're just all over the fast. Yeah. They have some really fast song. You know, they're just yeah. kind of one of those bands that trans mm-hmm. transcends like a genre. Yeah. But yeah, um, I, I think just heavy metal. Just, yeah. I'd then technically be the new wave of British heavy metal. Mm-hmm. Would yeah. be the genre they're under. I gotta, I gotta admit though, I kind of put this on here because of that Lost in Vegas episode. Dude, that made me so irrationally angry. Like I listened to the song in its entirety without all the interrupts and things like that. I was like, how do they hate this song? So I don't get. It's how do you hate song. Bruce fucking Dickinson's voice? Yeah. And then how are you gonna say that's flat and off key? And then how do they say like, oh? They play too good for me to understand. Like my how brain you, can't comprehend how good they're playing. Like they play great. The guitars are fast. The drum is great. The bass is great. Like the singing is exceptional. Like this song. Also, his entire fucking metaphor about the TV the being t- too straight and perfect, oh, yeah. and for the human eye, it just looks wrong. Yeah. I'm like, what are you talking yeah, about? Like, everybody subconsciously wants that TV to look a little crooked. Like, what are you talking about, dude? No, you want to listen to Subconsciously Looks Crooked. Listen to, like... Sorry, Creator, I'm going to keep shitting on you. <laughs> Creator's, like, 1980s shit. Like, it just sounds poorly mixed. Yeah. The vocals are just bad anyways, but it just sounds bad. And But it, that doesn't make it sound better. Yeah. But if you heard, like, just a normal nowadays written of those mm-hmm. guitarists, you'd be like, God, these kind of slap. Yeah, yeah. So. I Oh... I know. That video made me so irrationally angry. I was I was right there with you. I was like, this like is Number of the so Beast isn't my favorite Maiden song, but no, it's a good song. Mm-hmm. Yeah does it does it does it not have all the fancy transitions that future songs do? Maybe no, not, but it keeps good pace. Like it tells a pretty decent story in it, and just the musicianship and showmanship from all of the band members is great on this. So also, if Maiden has so many songs with transitions like if you want a maiden song with transitions yeah honestly probably about any song off seventh son of a seventh son will do you fine <laughs> that album has to be like i swear to god an hour and a half for like nine songs <laughs> seventh son of a seventh son the song so, so what you're saying is 20 songs sure. just all condensed into nine songs first off i love the song seventh son of a seventh son yeah it is just one unlike anything Maiden put has put out that I've heard. Yeah. But it is like nine minutes and fifty seconds long. Yeah. It's a little too long. <laughs> yeah. I mean Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner, which it's like one of the few songs I can listen to that's that long, long is like thirteen minutes. Yeah. But yeah, I just oh that Lost in Vegas video just made me rashly angry. Yeah, didn't they said that they liked wasted years though, right? <laughs> so they was- play wasted years and they hear it and they go, Oh, Somebody at the record label must have wanted to put a radio-friendly single out. It sounds yeah. so commercialized, and I'm like... Like, oh my god, you guys are just going to p- complain about everything. They've done, like, five main songs and haven't liked a single one. I'm like, bro, how are... How have you not liked any How have you them? not liked any of them? And all the, they've only done popular songs by Maiden. Yeah. Like, staples of their live set list. And it's mm-hmm. like, okay, clearly you just don't like Maiden for some reason. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, is everybody's 
right, but they're but their reasoning is dumb. Is stupid. I think they they were just coming. I personally feel like they're just coming up with reasons to hate it so that they can create some sort of like fake controversy. Yeah, it's there. like I hated that because you could tell you've made this point. You it, it sounded like they came in going, "We're gonna hate this song." Yeah, because they came in. You were right. You noticed this? They were like, "Listen the first little bit," and they were bobbing their head to it, and like, "Yep." And they went, "Yeah, this just doesn't do it for me." And yeah. it's like. Yeah, like, oh, okay, what? it looked like you guys were having a good time. Like, they were jamming along to it and everything, and then they stopped at, like, 30-something seconds, and they're like, yeah, it's not really for me. I don't no. like it. Bruce Dickinson's voice is terrible. It's flat. It's off-key, and he doesn't even sound like he's singing to the right thing. Yeah. Which I have made, I know, personally, I have made that thing when we talked about um, Flyleaf. I was like, oh, it doesn't even sound like the vocals are recorded for the same song. Yeah. I thought I muted that. Um, I don't feel that way. Oh, I want the invisible not do not disturb. Um, yeah, I don't not feel that way in any Maiden song. I don't either. So I don't. I, I genuinely believe that they only did that because they could create some sort of controversy. People will argue in their YouTube chat and whatever. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. You're like, oh, you guys need to do this one again. Or that, that, that was all or... the things I wrote. It's like, oh, the fucking fans are just pegging you into the early Maiden stuff, the galloping years, and it's like, yeah. Like, listen to Final Frontier or they're more prog, anything post-2000, which, they're right. Maiden sounds completely different post-2000. Yep. But, clearly, they just don't even want to like Maiden. Mm-hmm. Because, post-2000, Bruce is still the singer. Yeah. Like, yeah, I guess they could listen to Killers or the Blaze Bailey years, if they really hate Bruce that much. But yeah. guess what? Steve Harris writes all the songs. Yep. It's still going to be the same, the same damn band. Mm-hmm. Just a different singer. The only terrible thing about Maiden is the Final Frontier or not the fucking Dance of Death album artwork. It's the worst album artwork I've ever seen in my life. Dude, for a band as big as Iron Maiden, you would think that they it looked like they had like fifty dollars. To I took three artists. I took three D World in high school, which is yeah. just basically that program. Yeah. I feel like I could have made that. Yeah. I feel like they got some middle school and like, hey, you're pretty interested in a uh, graphic design, you want to do our cover art. <laughs> It's so bad. Uh, unbiased reaction. My ass. <laughs> it did not feel like it. Somebody said that too. It's like, you guys, you guys sound like you came in. It's like, you guys are supposed to be the home of unbiased reactions. Yeah. You sound like you just want to hate Maiden. Then why do you keep doing Maiden? And I was like, yeah. whoa, they didn't know me. It was be the one. He's like, no. If you come in thinking you already don't like Maiden, you cannot mm-hmm. do an unbiased real reaction. Yeah. You're just going to go, yep, same shit I always hate about Maiden. Yep. Also, ballsy choice to hate on Maiden. Yeah, especially in the metal community. Yeah, it's your, it's your favorite metal musician's favorite metal band. Yeah. All right, anyways. Number nine. Number nine. What do you got? Trivium? Sin no. Sentence? <laughs> I don't mind Sin the Sentence, but no. <laughs> I know. They're, they're not making my Metal 101 playlist. Ah. Um, including anything off Shogun isn't making yeah, my Metal 101 playlist. I know. I'm going... With that band, if you see somebody, you you oh, just know. Yeah, we just know. You man. just know. You just see them walking Dude, down the street. I've seen them before, man. It, I just look them in the eye and we just And know. you just know. Yeah. You just know these people that are fan of this band when you see them. Yeah. No words need to be exchanged. Yeah. You just know that you're both Slayer fans. <laughs> <laughs> that video's great. And then he just yells Slayer for like 45 seconds. 
I went with what I think is Slayer's best song. South of Heaven? Yes. Of course. Mm-hmm. South of Heaven. It's a good song. It's a great song. Some people would argue Angel of Death is better. I think I think this is one of Ballsy's songs to put on a Metal One playlist. Yeah. But I wanted my last... I wanted there to be a section of heavy songs. Mm-hmm. I wanted to show off... I think a lot of the other songs showed off great musicianship and great singing. Mm-hmm. I wanted to show off the heavier section at the end. Mm-hmm. Or like, maybe not exactly the, all the way to the end, but the three last songs. Yeah. And I think South of Heaven does that. And it, it even features that perfect part of the Slayer song where it breaks itself down a little bit. Yep. And comes into that groove and just, oh. Oh, yeah. I feel like nobody but Lost in Vegas could hate this song. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they've done this song, but uh, really, I think so. But ah, oh, I love South of Heaven. Dude, so it's a good song. To me, Angel of Death is is good. Mm-hmm. It's heavy and it's it's fast. To me, Rain and Blood is just fast. Like that's that's just all it is. Yeah, it's a speed. There's not speed really metal. any. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's not really any. Um, I mean, there's great musicianship, but it's not it's not doing to a whole lot. It's just loud and it's fast. That that's literally about what Rain and Blood is. The song Rain and Blood or the album? The song. Okay, yeah, yeah. Like I was gonna say the album, I mean with Angel of Death he had that yeah. awesome melodic part on it. Yeah, like, Angel of Death's much more melodic. Good. Post mortem has some good like transitions yeah. and things, but yeah, Rain and Blood is just a little... in your face start to finish, it's it's a perfect song to close something out. Yeah, yeah. But I, I've always liked South to have a little bit more because it builds up on itself a little bit at the beginning. Mm-hmm. It's just a overly all well written song. Yeah. It gets in that real heavy section, it gets in that breakdown, that good transition, it's just it's solid. And then the heaviest section of my playlist mm-hmm. I think it fits perfect. Yeah. I agree, that's a good choice. Now I'm uh, contemplating my next two. <sighs> Are you done with yours? Yeah, sorry. Right. I'm just singing the conjuring in my head. <laughs> Alright. Um Oh man, I don't know which one to choose. Pick B. Pick B? Yeah, put an A and B and pick B. But what if that's not the one I wanted? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Alright, I'm going to go with one of the biggest metal bands of all time. Metallica. Yep. <laughs> according to Watch if Mojo, yeah, the biggest. Yeah, I mean, honestly, they probably are. Yeah. Like, as ter- as, in terms of mainstream popularity yeah yes. in terms of mainstream popularity in yeah. terms of the metal community not so much man yeah they'd be fighting Slayer for that yeah but um my favorite song by them is One yeah and that it's their first song that was ever made into a music video and it's what really I think brought them to the main stage like as far as mainstream yeah I got music. heavy play on MTV yeah and it's it's one of the iconic things that Metallica does with that they did with Fade to Black and Sanitarium where they start off for like the first three and a half minutes pretty melodic and really showing off like that they can create great melody with their songs. Um, and they tell a really vivid story when they're uh, singing it um, and they show little hints of it getting heavy. And then towards the end of that, like, three and a half, four minutes, whatever, then it breaks off into the heavy part, and then it's just heavy and shows off for the last, you know, three or four minutes or whatever. So I think it's a great display of what Metallica can do in their songwriting ability. I think it's better than Master Puppets. 
I agree uh, with that. I think one is better than Master Pups too. Yeah. So that's yeah, that would be my Metallica choice to give to people. I think that that's good. Mm-hmm. I did not have Metallica on my list. I Megadeth and Metallica were the two that I was very hesitant about putting on. Just yeah, I almost didn't want to put Megadeth either, but I couldn't think of a song I wanted to put by. Even I was trying to think of the tenth song, the spot, which ended up being um, "Pull Me Under." Mm-hmm. But even then, I didn't go with Metallica. Yeah. I don't know why. I think they have good songs, but mm-hmm. if you're asking for my preference of like, I want to learn what you like about metal and to get me into it. Yeah. Even though I'm sitting here wearing a Metallica shirt and yeah. I do like Metallica, I would not put it on a top ten playlist of yeah. songs I enjoy. Yeah, I mean, if this was a, a playlist of like, show me the songs that you love about metal. Like me yeah. personally, I would have completely picked a different list. But you said you wanted to introduce somebody to who's never really right. been into it or whatever. So, yeah. Okay. I think it's a good choice, though. Yeah. Part of me also wanted to go with Eye of the Beholder. Just really? Just, I don't know. I just really like how heavy that song is. Mm-hmm. I think they first the first time they ever played it was like a couple of years ago. Yeah. Live it's been, or something. I just love how heavy that song is. Yeah. Literally, no other reason. I don't think it's good. I just love how heavy it is and how. Hey man, sounds. why don't you love uh, the thing that should not be as heavy? No, that's not heavy. That's just trash. <laughs> that's just a bad song. <laughs> the thing that should not be God. <sighs> All right, you ready to do your number ten? Yeah, I'm trying. I've been watching Swast for a minute to see if it's inside or outside the window. Where is it at? I think it's inside the room with us. No, it's in between the window panes. Yeah, it is. No, no, stick your hand up there. No, I can see it from this side. No, stick your hand up there. Yeah, Don't be a wuss. I can see him. Don't be a I wuss. I can see him on the backside window. Get out there and clean the windows, too, while you're at it. Okay. They do look a little dirty. Okay. Anyways. Yeah. Oh. What do we got for number 10, Andy? What'd you choose? Another song that Lost in Vegas hated. God. It's too hey. many to name. They said it was too operatic. Two opera. Oh, I think I know which one. Too theatrical. Yeah. And I think, personally, they can shove it. Well, first off, yeah, they can shove it. They also, <laughs> yeah. Um. What I personally believe to be the greatest metal song of all time. Mm-hmm. By the Mighty Maiden. Mm-hmm. Hollow be thy name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think you know how much I love this song. Yeah, yeah. This features everything that's great about metal, like. When you when you break metal down, what makes it great is it's got amazing musicianship. Mm-hmm. Literally everybody on this band plays like every part they play is great. Yeah, the the guitars and the harmony of the guitars is amazing. Mm-hmm. The bass just it's honest. It sounds super hard to play, mm-hmm. and it fits with it. The drumming is just perfectly fit to everything and doesn't yep. sound out of place or just different. Yep. Bruce Dickinson's vocals match it amazing. It's amazing story writing mm-hmm. or storytelling with great songwriting. It's just everything about metal that is great is in Hollow Be Thy Name. Mm-hmm. And the seven and it's seven minutes long and it feels short by the time it's done. Like yeah, I because f- it keeps you entertained. You don't feel like it's dragging on. And and a lot of bands that have a dedicated vocalist like Iron Maiden has, they would find that you'd normally the vocals would be the entire song. I love that right in the middle of the song they just jam the fuck out mm-hmm. like they just play out of their damn mind yeah and then the vocals come back and it feels like it doesn't feel like anything was missed or mm-hmm. lost 
mm-hmm. but then it feels like you gain something when, when they come, come back. back. Yeah, like it doesn't feel like when he's not there, like the song gets worse. Yeah, and it just drags on too long. Maiden has a song that it's like, bro, please bring the vocals back, which would be it's exactly why they don't play it live, even though it's like a fan favorite. Which one? Uh, Alexander the Great. Yeah, it's just in the middle. It's like, bro, bring the vocals back, please, <laughs> or just cut this out. But yeah. Hollow Be Thy Name is just seven to eight minutes of just perfection i think yeah and i yeah i don't know i there isn't a list that i would make to introduce somebody to metal or with greatest metal songs or a metalist playlist yeah that does not have hollow be that name in it okay and for that reason i think it has it's also a great closing song Mm -hmm. and it does the same thing that you liked about one where it ramps up and then it just takes off when that riff comes in after it's not it doesn't take as long to get going as one but Mm -hmm. Hollow oh, Be That Name is just an amazing Bane song. And off the same album, that Number of the Beast is, which is just packed with good songs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They have Maiden has a lot of good songs. Maiden has a lot of good songs. Yeah. And I hear they put on an amazing live show. Can't wait to see them. Can't wait to see them either. <laughs> Watch it get canceled or something. Oh, don't even say it. Don't even breathe it into existence. <laughs> All right. All right. What's right. closing out your list? All right. For my number 10, um, it's a little bit of a newer band. Spirit Box? No, unfortunately. I wanted to put no Secret no, Garden. I did not want to put them on here. Um, but they... So this band and this song specifically is what got me into the genre. Like, just opened me to more metal. I think I've mentioned it to you before, like... A while back when we've talked about music and things but it's a uh, duality by slipknot so like before in my early teens like i had always listened to metallica megadeth you know the glam metal you know molly crew all that stuff mm-hmm. um and that was what i like to listen to i really didn't experiment outside of the new kind of metal um like slipknot or kill switch engage or mudvayne or just any of the newer bands out there, um, but I was—I remember watching um, MTV and Duality came on, and I was like, "Man, that wasn't that bad." Like I didn't like it at first, mm-hmm. and then I—I I remember I had looked it up again, and I was like, "Okay, this song's pretty cool. Like I really like this song. Like it's—I I really like those songs that have sections that are a little bit slower tempo, and then they ramp up and yeah. build up and everything." And which but, Duality has, yeah, and. I think this song is has such a great just like bass line in it. It's super heavy. It's catchy. Like you can just sing along to it. The whole song, the music video I think is great to it. it has like random little noises in here. You know the tra- or the beer keg getting hit. Yeah. Noises here every now and then. But it's a song that got me interested in some of the newer type of metal. And I don't think if I ever listened to that song, I wouldn't have never gotten into Bullet or Kill Switch or any of those like the metalcore bands right so we listen to the same yeah because they they were the ones that I was like you know maybe I can get into some of this newer stuff because I was I mean even though I was like 15 14 whatever I thought the old stuff was the best you know oh nothing like metal and it's elitism yeah so <laughs> I'll, I'll admit like I, I was like that for a while um but the, this song specifically helped open my eyes to just see what's out there and if and 
you know I'm grateful to this song so I would put it on any list of like what are your favorite metal songs yep. to introduce to somebody so. same as I with How Be Thy Name yeah yeah so perfect yeah I think we came up with some two good lists yeah, yeah. I was I, I, I'm still a little nervous about mine but yeah oh well it's a, it, I think it's a pretty good list well the good news of this fictional person was real and they liked your songs they'd ask for more and you'd have more to give to them so yeah I actually wouldn't know what to do for the next 10 <laughs> well I'd probably come up with something yeah you could go a little bit do deeper do only or, stained glass well it'd be easier because they would give you feedback of like what type you liked yeah like I liked of... I liked these songs and they yeah. go oh you like these songs mm-hmm. and you could pick them and base it off that yeah but yeah I, yeah like I said I think we came up with two good lists yeah two good lists to listen to I agree. This was this was a really fun one. Like, I, it challenged me a lot to just think about everything that I listen to, and like, there's so many songs that I've wanted to put on here, like City of Evil or mm-hmm. I don't know, Rose of Sharon or like My Curse. Just there's more bullet songs. There's a ton of songs that I wanted to put on here, but I didn't think would be good songs to introduce to somebody who's never right. been into metal. So. I have some other ideas for some playlist based. Mm-hmm. They'll be more just fun, like uh, don't think too deeply on these, you know. Yeah. Playlists, but we'll try them out. We'll keep going with the playlist sessions. The playlist sessions. <laughs> it's gotta sound official. Yeah. We'll make that the title. The playlist sessions. All right. Metal one hundred and one. There we go. Then metal one hundred and two. I've I've had this like these this basic idea mm-hmm. for a little bit, but I've never been able to. Uh, figure out how to do it mm-hmm. and then when I came up when I was in the shower like I talked about when I said I was weird to do this yeah. it just hit me I was like man what if we made a playlist for somebody who had never been into metal mm-hmm. and we'll just launch off there because mm-hmm. you go you go anywhere with this kind of idea mm-hmm. hey I need a playlist for XX X and X activity okay what do you got yeah. oh here you go fam <laughs> put this on you'll right. turn the party up <laughs> Yeah. You know, mop razel. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Like you, it it fits in. It doesn't always feel like it's a top ten section because you yep. could take the same idea. Yep. You're right. If we came back and we did a metal 101 for, you know, mm-hmm. somebody like you, I've only listened to glam metal and old, you know, like thrash what, metal. What could we listen to? What, what, to what would to you them? give me more? Okay, well, yeah. metal. Here comes metal 102. Yeah. <laughs> Wasp. Yeah. Well, first off. <laughs> We don't want the person to hate us when they're done listening uh, to it. Hey, the man, they have, like, two good songs, okay? I, I literally just hate Watch because that one kid asked me once, and I was being too much of an elitist to to say yes or to say answer. I just laughed in his face and said no, and ever since then I've refused to listen to Wasp. <laughs> Wasp. Sorry if you're out there, Dustin. <laughs> I doubt he'd ever listen to this. After we kind of accidentally laughed in his face at that Testament concert in the parking lot. Ugh. Yeah. Turns out he that. was right behind us. Really felt like a dick that. when we got back in the car. Like an actual, like, man. Yeah. And then we drove off and didn't say anything to him. So, anyways. <laughs> Dustin. Did feel kind of mean, though. Hey, I, for- I forgot about that. Yeah, I, I just thought of that as I was telling the story. Uh, anyways. Yeah, anyways. Next week, what do we got? Um, what crappy art are you going to pick? No, I'm just kidding. Man, I mean. Uh, <laughs> uh, um. Well, since you gave me, like, this hard one on this week, like, I wanted to go with an easier band. I know one song by them, um, which is No Rain. 
Blind and, Melon. Yeah, the band yeah. is Blind Melon. So they only have three albums, which will be an easy listen to. So we can hopefully it'll be on. easy listen to. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> so yeah, thank you for listening. Check us out next week for or or don't honestly. Yeah, hey, might be a short episode. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you got some free time, you need to kill it. Listen to us suffer, probably. Minutes. Yeah, if you got a free fifteen minutes. <laughs> Just check us out next week. (laughs) Yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks.